Yo, yo, I don't know how this works or whether I am live or not. I have no idea. Let me try to figure this out. First time. Let's see. Hello, hello, hello. I have a microphone. Yeah, I should. Right, there's somebody here. Let's see. You, you can hear and see me. Can you write something in the comments if you can hear and or see me? That would be very helpful. Can you write something in the comments if you can hear or see me? Hello? If you can hear or see me, I don't know whether this works or not. It would really help. Well, maybe it's not possible to write in the comments. All right, I'm going to start then anyway. Uh, okay, okay, cool. Thank you for letting me know. So then I'll go. I'll go with it. Okay, so this is the the first uh, live podcast, and I will, you know, depending on how many people are listening and depending on the, you know, engagement and all of that, I, I might have a different um, Q and A section at the end. But today's topic is leaving game behind and finding the path to happiness. Um, anyway, it's something I want to talk about for a long time, but uh, I finally do today. Um, in terms of, you know, what books would I recommend for this? I think the book that's the closest or most, most informative for this would be, um, would be uh, Straight Line Seduction 2.0, um, because there's this on Dream Girls, and I think then you can, like, you know, figure out from that section, how to actually apply it to uh, to this podcast. I think it's the easiest thing to do. I have a little bit of a note here. I wrote this up some time ago. So sorry, it's a bit unorganized today as it's the first time and I needed to figure it out. But, um, you know, I mean, if you think about what the goal is of like life, it's definitely not um, fucking as many women as you can, I mean, you know, one teacher of mine in university once said, look, uh, Tony, um, it's, it's not the, the, the you know, you, you can't fuck all the girls in the world, but you can definitely try. <laughs> that was more like a trope of his, but I think that it's important to think, to think about what is the goal. And for me, like, I think I want to project myself into the future, like, whatever, how many years, 20, 30, 50 years, and then think about what would I regret doing? And I think very often, you know, it's not the, mist the mistakes of co commission, like doing something that you regret. It's actually regretting that you didn't do something like whatever, having children or like traveling abroad or like quitting your job to have your own venture and all of that kind of stuff. So for me, that's, that's, that's the, the better starting point. And yeah, you can say I had this many girls and la la la, and it will be good. But I think it's more important to think about bigger, bigger goals. And um, I think like the whole pickup stuff, you know, it can make you quite unhappy because it's kind of like a throwaway activity. So by that I mean, it's like 
it's like you do you know like think about it like it's like in, in life everything and again this is actually from my book uh, universal laws there's a lot of like the good things in life they're about compounding okay like compound interest and 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 compound interest not only counts for money you know the exponential function is like right at the very end you earn a lot but it also counts for relationships and and all other kinds of things in life so and 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 pick up and like seducing girls is a throwaway activity because you're kind of doing it but you're also um you know, spending time on the street and then a lot of time on the street or wherever and then meeting the girl and then sex and then the next one, the next one, the next one. And you kind of have to constantly replenish the pipeline. And uh, and that's, I think, uh, you know, that's the problem because you're not building. It's like, it's, it's like flat, right? It's not compounding. It's not like in three years time, you'll have like a hundred hot girls that you're seeing constantly was to constantly drop out. And I think that's why it doesn't necessarily lead to like happiness, you know? So then the question is, um, what really does lead to to happiness? So I think like that depends on everybody. Um, everybody has their own kind of things that they care about when it comes to happiness. Um, but, um, I think that you know maybe family is like a big part. Like a lot of people say, when you're on your deathbed, the thing that matters the most is whether the you know the children and the grandchildren they like you. And I think that's true. And then I think like you know other than than family, it's having meaningful relationships. Unless like with the guys that you hang out with, but not with the girls, because you're constantly having new ones and new ones and new ones. But like definitely with the you, you can definitely do it, you know, if you actually bring people in your life and then keep them in your life. And that's actually what I'm trying to get at is, you know, the like there is a point where it's where it's ridiculous to keep going with more and more and more game. And that's when you've mastered it. So I think like I write about it in the close as well. When do you master it? Uh, you master it after you, you know, like you know, you can predictably get really uh, attractive girls that you find very attractive, and then you mastered it. And uh, and I think that um, doesn't happen very quickly. But when it happens, then you need to realize if I keep going, it's like I'm still like this young guy who's partying and going crazy. And maybe there's a point when you need to switch and like build relationships. Okay, so I for me it's like this: it's a measure if you can in one quarter or so seduce like three or four or five really hot girls, and you know you can do that consistently. Then I think you kind of master game, and I don't really care whether you need to fly to Russia or you do it in your hometown. However you do it, internet, not internet, I don't care. As long as you're able to do it, then you kind of know. And you've convinced yourself, I can do this again and again and again. And then there's no point, okay, in doing it again and again and again. Because you, you know, of course, it's always fun, but it's this weird addiction cycle you don't want to get into. Um, I, I think, like, if you're young and you master this skill, like, young, I think there is something to be said that, you know, I, if I was to go back, I definitely wouldn't really get a serious girlfriend any time before maybe 35 or something because, I don't know, you're just like a man, you can have girlfriends later in life, and I think it's easier to just 
focus on work and getting your seduction skill right and then having the money and the skill and then finding the one that you want rather than mixing it all and not really seducing, not really working. You know, I mean, I did it the other way around. Like I did work, but not really. I did more seduction and then work. And most people do more work and never really get to seduction. I, I, and I think you need to start kind of, uh, it's better if you start early with seduction because it's a hard skill. You know, some things are easier to learn when you have like brain plus, uh, elasticity or plasticity. And like if you're 50 or 60, then it's kind of like hard, you know? to, to um, wrap your head around uh, getting it. But like once you have it and you're like maybe 35 or something, I would definitely say like it's much better even if you don't want to get um, if you don't want to get married or anything like that, I think it's much better to um, basically get long-term relationships that are you know rolling and then like replace rather than going out and spending more and more and more time on the street because it's ridiculous right so i think you should simply um you know get the skill up and running and do that when you're young and then once you have it yeah okay get girlfriends and then like keep them around and look if you're the guy who wants to fuck a lot then or, or a variety a lot of people want variety then you know i think the best thing to really do is to just get a bisexual girlfriend that's like open for threesomes and foursomes and god knows maybe you put in a few horses as well i don't know what you do like just get a girl that's open sexually and that wants to experiment and and then you you can actually do things that you know a normal guy that's always in the street wouldn't ever be able to do and you're expanding again you're seeing something new that you weren't able to see before and for me that's really like that's a much better way of going because then you have like you know like look at it like you're young you build the skill and once you have the skill you're really focused on business as well and then you keep these girls in your life and you're you know, you're not constantly still on the street, but you're like living your life, you're financially independent, you travel around and you bring in new interesting girls and you're building something with these girls. You're not just taking them, throwing them away, taking them, throwing them away, you're building something. And for me, that's uh, that's what I would do. Uh, and and that's, that's the, you know, that's the, that's much better. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I think if you just have sex all the time, it starts feeling empty. And so for me, that's that's the truth. And somebody's asking here, are you really no longer doing the uh, game anymore or day game? Yeah, I'm not doing day game anymore, but, and anyway, like, I don't want to talk about my personal situation right now, but I, I'm not doing day game anymore because a I've done a lot of uh, online game now to the degree that I get like the really hot girls even online so I don't need to go on the street like some you know moron running down the street for five hours it's more efficient for me I'm not saying it's easy but it's more efficient for me and so I do that and uh, um, other than that I have a girlfriend so like if I have a girlfriend I don't do game but in the meantime, when I didn't have a girlfriend, of course, like I did game, but I didn't go on the street. I mean, I'll do it if I see like some outstandingly beautiful girl, okay, but I don't want to spend an hour on the street 
to see one or two mediocre girls. And, you know, so for me, that that's the reason why I just said, uh, look, I just uh, need to find a better way. An online game is very efficient if you know what you're doing. So that's what I'm doing. But it's nothing to do with the topic. So I think the person is confused because the topic is that the point is game doesn't lead to happiness. Game will lead, you know, will make you unhappy eventually. And uh, the question then is, how do you, you know, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't see myself as a 50, 60 year old guy running down Oxford Street, um, you know, in a leather jacket. Uh, uh, <laughs> like some creepy stalker. I think that's that's gay. That's weak for me. Like, really, you want to be in a position where you have maybe children and you know you're giving back instead of like hustling the street like a, a creep. And that's why you know I for me it makes no sense. So yeah. Well, whatever. So somebody shed a tear. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What what matter? Like somebody saying, "Shed a tear." You know. You know. So I'm just reading the comments here. I'm just saying, like, I don't run the streets because online game is more efficient for me. And the main thing that I hear when people talk about online game is. Uh, online game is like I don't get the I don't get the eights, the nines, and the tens. Maybe that's true for them, but that's not true for me, because I figured it out to the degree that I get them. And so, then the question is: per minute spent, where do I get better results? And for me, that's online. For most people, that's not online because they don't get any results. But for most, but I'm not most people. I'm just saying, like at some point, you know. I'm not going to be 60, you know, looking for 16, 18, 20, whatever year old girls. Like, it's weird, you know? I mean, it's weird. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So, there's bigger things in life than running down Oxford Street looking for pussy, okay? So, that's all I'm saying. Look, you can ask me. I'll stick around for like five minutes. I'm still figuring out this life, you know. This whole life thing. I'll, I'll put this on on the Hustler Club. I'll put this one also on the YouTube, um, you know, unedited as is. And in the future, I'll probably have like a little cut and then have my own section where I talk for the people in the Hustler Clubs and stuff that I don't talk about like live on here. But um, you know, all of the products, all of that is on anthonyhustle.com. I will announce um, probably the live streams with the unlisted link in the Slack.com channel. So only if you're on Slack.com will you actually be able to you know, access this. Why do I do that? Because I want the Slack.com community to grow. It's obvious. Um, you know, so you find the Slack.com link, I think, in the description of my videos. Anyway, so this was the first try. If there's no more questions, I will probably wrap it up. And uh, you know, I hope this is useful. This was only 15 minutes. Feels a lot longer. It's almost more stressful than talking on your computer. But ask me, ask me anything if you want right now. You can type it there, and I'll probably just move, get a beer. I mean. I can wrap it up. I can say the main conclusion is this. When you're young, like, now if you're an older guy, it doesn't matter. But when you're young, yeah, then 
figure out and you need to be able to get really like a lot of hot girls within a quarter, like two or three months, you need to get a lot of hot girls. Once you can do that consistently, then don't keep doing it, but like just get one and then get to know her better. And maybe you fall in love, maybe you don't. And like if you want more sex with other girls, look for a bisexual one and then go out and enjoy and travel the world with her. And, you know, it's about building relationships. You don't want to like treat girls like cigarettes, like you smoke it and throw it away, right? They're human beings and you get more out of them. That's the main message and nothing to be sad about. If I was single again, of course, I would again do game, whether it's day game, online game or whatever. But my focus wouldn't be to fuck as many girls as, as possible. I don't want to drown in the pointless pool of pussy. You know, that's not the point. The point is, to get girls that are cool and there's not that many and then to build something with them, okay? That's what I'm saying. This is uh, saddening, but at the same time, I'm going through this myself. I'm 30, just entered my prime. I don't want to give up the chase and I feel too young to settle, but I'm also missing out on, on something else. What career would you recommend? Well, yeah, as I said, like, you're 30, whatever, you're 30, it's fine. But, like, what I'm trying to say is, you know, I didn't say, like, I, I, I didn't say quit and just find a girl and stop. You didn't listen. What I said is that you need to, that you need to get really good. And by that, I mean, you can get really hot girls, but basically, predictably, every quarter or every month. And, like, 99.9% .9 of the guys cannot. But once you're good enough, I think it's ridiculous to stay on the street. So this Chameline, you know, I'm saying like, Chameline, I'm just saying like, you don't sound like you're good enough, right? But you don't want to be like the crazy guy who chases and chases and chases, even though you're already amazing. Like once you're amazing, you build real relationships, you know? And, and I'm, I'm, I'm 30, almost 39. And what career would you recommend? I don't know. It's a strange question. What career I would recommend? Uh, <laughs> it's a different, completely different topic. I would recommend doing something you would want to do if you were already independently rich. Something you would do even if you didn't get paid for it. And other than that, I would uh, like like read Naval Ravikant's Almanac and like look for something that has permissionless leverage, which is usually code and social media, okay? So what am I doing right now with social media, but not for the money, but I mean, that's what I would do. Do you, do you, do you keep in contact with the majority of the girls that you have built connection in the past, etc.? Um, no, I the problem is that when you, you know, when you break up, you break up in not the most positive way, right? So I, you know, I don't tend to stay in contact. Um, and also the new girlfriends, they're not too keen for me to like, you know, keep texting with some whatever hot ex-girlfriend of mine. And to be honest, I wouldn't be too keen for my girlfriend to keep texting with another guy, you know, I don't know, it's like, it's weird. Why would you do that? I mean, I don't know, like, if you broke up, you broke up, okay, I know. I'm just more the kind of guy who says, if you break up, you break up, and, you know, if I see her, I'll say hi, and that's it, but 
we're not going to go and do like a yoga class together or travel somewhere together. That wouldn't be fair. So that's it. Mm. Uh, are you going to talk about the books you recommend? I mean, there was a guy, okay, I'll, I'll stay a little bit longer. There was a guy who wrote like a lot of different questions on Slack. Let's, let's see. Let's see. Hustler Club. I think I hear Voltage was his name. Um, book of the month or general. The most useful books. Um, I would say that the this uh, Gary Keller book on the one thing is very useful because really like focus is really the main thing. I think I mean that's extremely useful. Um, I think Naval Ravikant's book on uh, uh, is called uh, Almanac is really useful. But I knew a lot of his stuff already because he's basically summarizing big ideas of guys like whatever Silicon Valley or investors and so on. That, that, that's really that's really he's summarizing that. I think the you know the biography of Benjamin Franklin is pretty useful. Especially this in the end, there's a bit on discipline because he struggled with discipline. That's that's really useful. Um, what else? Now, when somebody asks me, it's kind of hard to think of great books. Um, um, I'm just reading right now Richard Feynman's Six Pieces, which is like Feynman was like a, I think a Nobel Prize winner in physics. It's just general, really useful for a general understanding of like the world. I think that's always good. Um, I, I think I think really useful is like the stuff on stoicism, like meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And there is one book by Ryan Holiday. It's called The Way something la la la. Look up Ryan Holiday Stoicism. It's like some it's some summary summary of of, of like um, it's a summary, basically, of stoicism. I think that's useful. Um, yeah, I, I probably can think of more. I mean, there's lots of investing on investing. Uh, obstacle is the way. Yeah, that's what it's called. Obstacle is the way. Um, so thanks, Chuao, here. Uh, what else is good? Um, yeah, I think Cialdini is really good on psychology. I, I think, like... Um, I think that uh, uh, on negotiation, also uh, 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 Yuri and Fisher getting to yes or getting over no. I think that Chris Voss's book on negotiation is good. Um, I, I, I mean, I think Michael Porter on strategy is good if you're thinking about like companies and like how to evaluate. Uh, I, I also think that uh, that uh, 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 Darwin, the original origin of species, is very good. And then there's lots of good blogs like Farnham Street, F A R N A M Street. I think it's called F S something. That's really good. Um, and then and then anything 
like on investing by a guy called yet another value block, one word, that's good. And then there's uh, Sam Altman is really good. Then all the blocks by Sequoia is, are really good. All the blocks by Social Capital, Chamath, Palahapatia are really good. Um, um, Wait But Why is really good. Um, all of the all of the annual letters by Warren Buffett are really good, and then also Poor Charlie's Almanac, which is Charlie Munger's book, is really good. Um, yeah, I mean, I, all I say about reading is like you want to read constantly and habitually because like you don't realize it, but feeds it feeds your brain and you learn and you learn, and even if you don't realize it, you learn. So. Yeah, so I think that's uh, that's kind of that on books. What else do I have? Langla language learning, how Tony learned English and maybe other languages. I mean, language, I, I mean, English I learned in America when I was young. I just, you know, um, I think English, I mean, the best way to learn languages is like, to jump into the deep end and then to just like expose yourself constantly. It's like learning code or anything. The more you talk, the better it is. Okay. And and so like I moved to Madrid when I was 20 something and I had three months to learn it. So I took lessons every day and I was living with a person. So don't live with people that speak your mother tongue, but live only with people that don't speak your mother tongue. So you have to speak the new language. Then there's a book called The Art of Learning by Waitskin. Masters, I think that Eric Kasparov's book is pretty good as well. Like you need to learn how to learn. And there's another book, I think, how to learn everything in 20 minutes. I forgot his name now. It's a yellow book. It's also really good. Now maybe we'll leave it at that for learning. Um, yeah, okay, so asking somebody how to adapt like SLS to night game. I mean that's you know, that's like a like that's not something I can do in 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 two minutes, I, maybe another podcast. Okay, so like I'm just gonna go to the questions here on Slack. Sleep schedule for health and productivity. I think sleep enough. You know, I think sleep sleep enough is 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 good. Like seven eight hours. I don't think you should fix the time when to go to bed, but you should fix like the amount of hours you sleep. Maybe seven hours is good and then just work the rest of the time. I think you lose more productivity by not working or by like drinking and that kind of stuff. Drinking is really a bitch. Um, then men's fashion and style. Look, uh, it's too much to say. The main thing I would say is look at yourself in the mirror and uh, get a good haircut and all of that and straighten your teeth and shave and get skin products and then Imagine who's which celebrity you look most like, and then try to just mimic their style. That's what I would do. Um, okay, productivity tips and tricks. I mean, I have written a whole like word document on that after reading many many books. I'd have to go through it, but read the one thing by Gary Keller. It's definitely gonna help you. A lot of it is about you know not having a balanced life and being disciplined i think what you would why would why should you learn coding and how to start why you should learn it is written in naval ravikant's book uh, the almanac this almanac uh, because code is permissionless leverage and and it will be used 
throughout more and more and more. And it, you know, it, it, you know, it's pretty simple because when you, let's say you're a toilet cleaner, you can clean toilets 24 hours a day, but that's it. You can't do more. So your input is proportional to your output. It's kind of like, you know, in, out. But code, you write code once, and if it's good code, it can, like, be an app that billions of people use. Like, look at WhatsApp, right? Like, billions of people use WhatsApp. And so you have this leverage. So, like, a really good coder at Google could write a bit of code, and that could, like, make Google's a few billion dollars, right? So it's it's it's... It's not input-output proportional, but it has leverage, and that's why code is is amazing. And that's why, like my current SaaS business, I mean, it's already you know making most of my monthly income outside of my investments. Like if I just look at my cash flow, it all comes from that one business, and that was really one year worth of work, and we're just starting and it's growing. So. It's just crazy, and you don't work on it anymore because you're using machines, right? And they're working when you're sleeping, so that's why. Um, health and fitness advice, diet, fitness goals. Well, I, I will only quickly say, like, I think 90% of fitness is, like, input to output because think about a beer has 300 calories. You know how much you need to run to... Uh, burn to 300 calories, you need to run 30 minutes, right? So what's easier, not drinking the beer or running 30 minutes? And that's really how it is. Like 90% of it is consumption, i.e. what you eat and what you drink, and and the other 10% is your workout. Because if you eat like, like a pig and you drink like a pig and you take in 3,000 calories and you only you know, burn 2,000, like burning 1,000 calories extra per day is hard, okay? Other than that, I would just say do fitness every day in small bursts. Like don't try, you know, don't do it once a week and then go three hours. Like, you know, it's, you know, it doesn't work. You need to do it every week, every, you know, every day and so often. Um, yeah, and that's, I think, kind of, kind of it. I'll look one more thing maybe here. Yeah, not nothing new. Anyway, this was kind of all over the shop, but was the first go at this. Um, look, thanks for listening. I will upload this, and in the future, I'll try to make the format.